Welcome back to The Edge. Hey, today's show is all about benefit luncheons and peanut butter consumption. And say that in two lines fast. First, we'll be up. We'll be joined by the team from the Christamore House Guild to discuss the upcoming book and author benefit. Then we get wacky with Paul Poteet, as usual. Finally, we'll eat peanut butter with a spoon and try to conduct an interview as we welcome Be Happy Peanut Butter. All that and more today on The Edge. Your audio and video source featuring Indianapolis tech trends, marketing industry champions, and business innovation. This is Edge of Indy. Broadcasting from Edge Media Studios. Let's get today's conversation started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome back to The Edge. Hey, for everybody who hasn't come across this show before, we're live on Facebook, as well as uh, always on uh, iTunes and podcasts everywhere. Um, everywhere. Everywhere we are. If you haven't come across this, this show is about focusing on Indianapolis entrepreneurs, innovators, movers, and shakers here in Indy. Uh, we feature people and organizations that make Indianapolis a great place to, to live, work, and visit. So we're always talking about how to focus on local business in Indianapolis, and we, we recommend choosing local and choosing local often. My name's Aaron Sparks. I'm the CEO of Site Strategics and uh, Edge Media Studios, and this show is being broadcast through our downtown studio at Edge Media Studios. So uh, if you're interested in what we can do for you on that front, give us a shout uh, over at edgemedia.studio. Edge to my right is the Director of Marketing Services, Brittany Simpson. How are we doing? Uh, hanging in there. <laughs> it's like you have a little bit of tobacco between your cheek and gum. What's it is a mint so that I don't cough. I appreciate that. You're but, not feeling that good today. Well, I have malaria, so... <laughs> I'm being treated for malaria. <laughs> the, the antibiotic that I'm on treats yep. sinus infections and also malaria. Didn't, so, know, didn't know that before we got in the booth with a, a, a sealed environment here. Just in case, like, you know, you <laughs> might always be carrying malaria, so it's good to treat it. Did not know that. Right. Good thoughts uh, for reference, everybody. Uh, you could very well be catching malaria. Not for, <laughs> not for me. I'm being treated. Okay. Thank you. Uh, In-house, uh, we have someone who is yet to be infected. <laughs> That's Kara Kavinsky. She looks very healthy. Yes, she does. Kara <laughs> Kavinsky, uh, CEO of NX Innovate LTD. How are you doing, Kara? I'm great. Thank you for having me. You're more than welcome. Kara, you are not a stranger to this show. No, I am not. So I appreciate you allowing me to come back. Of course. Are you feeling well? I am, thank you, and I intend to keep it that way. We're going to ask you at the end of the show if you have the same feelings. <laughs> So Kara, Kara's been with us uh, whenever we uh, went out to NX3, as well as uh, showcasing a number of contributors uh, of and movers and shakers in Indianapolis. So we always appreciate you coming back around. And you brought with uh, you uh, a number of individuals, uh, as well as a really cool concept. So uh, we'd like to uh, introduce, uh, is it uh, Dinah or Dina? Dina. Dina, Dina Why Silver? Why would it be Dinah? Let's play a game called Why Would It Be Dinah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's giggling at me. Did you hear that? She's literally giggling at me. I like that game name. Oh. And I'm sorry to be missing peanut butter. Mm. <laughs> we'll send you, we can send you some. Yeah. Well, Dinah, how you doing? <laughs> In the kitchen with Dinah. What's that song? Uh, whatever. Hey, Dina Silver, she's the author, No Time to Blink. Thanks so, thanks so much for uh, joining us today on the show. Oh, my, my pleasure. This is super fun. Thanks for having me. 
You're more than welcome. Well, we got a full house today, all here to promote the book and author benefit hosted by the Christamore House Guild. Can somebody give us kind of a lay of the land in terms of what the Christamore House Guild is all about? And uh, we'll talk about the event that's going to be coming up. Yes, thank you for asking. So the, this is the 38th annual Christamore House Guild Book and Author event. Mm-hmm. Uh, all proceeds from this event go to sponsoring, uh, or fully funding scholarships that are uh, awarded to students in the Hawville area and neighborhood. That's where Christamore House is located, uh, and it was founded by uh, two students from Butler huh. University over 100 years ago. Go dogs! <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Very yeah. cool. And okay, so many of the Christopher House Guild's uh, programs focus on things like personal and family development. Um, can you give us more specific information on all the areas in which those programs really reach? Because it's expansive, kind of what they're doing. Well, what what Christopher House does is really serve the community uh, of Hawville in a, a really meaningful way. Uh, they offer uh, many uh, very beneficial. Uh, uh, programs to the the uh, neighborhood, uh, and they also include uh, the PAL, the PAL uh, PAL boxing uh, group that's upstairs in the attic. Hmm. So, so there's uh, early education. There's a, um, a facility across the street uh, for caring for uh, the elderly. Basically, there's a, a, a home across the street. Uh, plus, the the Christmore House focuses on education and creating a holistic. Uh, source of basically a community center mm-hmm. uh, to support the neighborhood and the and the needs there in the area. When you say boxing. I mean boxing. You mean with your fist or putting things in boxes? No, I mean boxing like the exercise. Got like it. I've, I've trained these kids before. So <laughs> thought I would uh, clarify that. Yeah, no, we're, we're uh, uh, it, it's an amazing program hmm. uh, for the kids and it's for older teens. These are high school age uh, and up and uh, it, it's a it's their sport. It's unbelievable. Uh, but specifically with with uh, the Christmore House Guild uh, was formed to support the programs, mm-hmm. the early education uh, to all areas. There's several parties around the year that that the guild members are involved in, oh, a cool. lot of fundraising efforts. And it's, it's a really important uh, component of the community. Uh, and then those of us that support those programs are really happy to be involved with this, this process, specifically uh, with the book and author event that we have coming up. And this is the 38th annual, and it's April 20th. Mm-hmm. Uh, through this program and sponsoring the scholarships, that's encouraging uh, to the students in the area that, that there's another means to, to go on to earn a four-year degree uh, you know, past their high school. Uh, and through, through the programs that we offer, uh, or through the scholarship, uh, we are able to uh, support that that community in a really meaningful way. And several of the people that uh, have benefited from the educational uh, advantages that they've received from Christopher House come back and volunteer. Oh, very so cool. it's yeah, it's really amazing. Yeah, feedback into the ecosystem. Give exactly, back to it. Yep. exactly. They're definitely giving back. So, so the the Christopher House is is really doing its job well. Excellent. What a great mission. Um, now, the book and author benefit that's coming up April twentieth is at the Indiana Roof Ballrooms, and attendees there will be able to rub elbows with authors. So, tell us more about that. Much yeah. like Dinah. <laughs> See. <laughs> See, let's let's please call her. I Dina. answer to a whole variety. <laughs> Dina, I'm your friend. <laughs> so this year we have uh, some amazing authors. Uh, Dina Silver is one of them with her sixth novel. We're really blessed to be able to have 
have gotten hers as one of our, our authors this year. Excellent. Uh, yeah, and I'd actually like to defer to Dina. Uh, she is a Purdue grad, uh, and yes. she counts as our local author this year, which is fantastic and has a really great following. Uh, I've heard a lot of a lot of buzz about about her coming. Uh, in addition to to Dina, we have um, several of the top uh, bestsellers mm. right now on the list. So we have "The Woman in the Window" by A.J. Finn. Uh, he's coming. Uh, Laura Lippman wrote "Sunburn," uh, "The Room on the Rue Amelie" uh, by Kristen Harmel, um, "The Home for Unwanted Girls." Uh, by Joanna Goodman, huh. The Wife Between Us, a very popular uh, thriller, uh, Greer Hendricks and Sarah uh, Pekinen. And this list is unbelievable. And then to have, have Dina join us, she has a unique story and she's super fun. I love watching and following her on, on social media. So, <laughs> so Dina, I'd like I'd love for you to share uh, some input uh, that you have. Yeah, my pleasure. Well, of course, I have my book next to me. Here it is. <laughs> Much more attractive now. Um, I, I, I'm so excited for next week. I've been thinking about it uh, for a long time, and I'm so honored that um, myself and the book was chosen this year. I had heard about this event a few years ago from a girlfriend of mine who lives in Indianapolis, um, told me about it, and it's just kind of been on my radar. Um, and it's such a fantastic event. And when I say it's an honor to be there, it really is because it's a juried event basically and the books are submitted and and chosen and it's just not anyone gets to be involved so I, i'm i'm super excited and and humbled um to be with the other authors there um my book is fiction all my books are fiction um but they are all inspired by true stories real stories that either um or, if you know, happened to friends of mine or acquaintances. Mm -hmm. um, this book in particular uh, is based on something that happened to a friend of mine. She was abducted by her father um, as a very young girl uh, a long time ago. She's about my age now. But um, I just remember sitting with her one time and her sort of telling me about the story and telling me about her mother's journey. And um, it's just, I feel sometimes when I talk about the book mm -hmm. and I kind of gush over how great I think the story is, I, I feel, I feel like I'm not being totally braggy because I didn't invent this story and it really is such an incredible story. And it was, um, it was amazing just to be kind of trusted with those memories mm -hmm. yeah. um, and kind of put my own spin on it. Oh, you're blessed to be able to champion somebody's story that they weren't <laughs> able to actually... Yeah. Uh, totally. uh, bring to bring to light. So yeah, I mean, you're yeah. you're kind of uh, um, given the uh, custodial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the term for it. Term yes. or yeah. shepherd yeah. for that. Dina, where are you joining us from? I'm curious. I'm in. I'm just north of Chicago in, okay. a, in the suburbs. So it must be like you said. It must be really important this event because if it's going to get you in the car and and to Indianapolis to participate yes. in it, like it has to have really a lot of meaning to you. What specific, and you touch on, you know, obviously you have to submit the book and get selected for this event, right. but why would you encourage people here in Indianapolis and even from north of Chicago to, to come and attend this event? Like, what, what do you think is going to be really um, the thing that really sets this event apart from others like it? Well, I think, um, and I haven't been to this event yet, but I feel from what I've learned that it has a real personal element to it that you, you know, and if you're, if you're a reader, a, a fan of, of great books and reading, um, and 
gosh, there's some really great authors and books involved this year with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's such a great opportunity to really get kind of up close and personal. A lot of times if you just go to a, a signing at a bookstore or something, um, you know, it's just like those few seconds. Hey, what's your name? Like a drive-by. Yeah. Yeah, total drive-by. Um, so this event feels um, at a much bigger scale, um, but also on a much per- more personal level. Mm-hmm. As kind of my guess. You get to learn more about the authors, spend more time with them, have lunch with them, <laughs> um, and, uh, and offer a great cause, yeah. too. Yeah, for that for that cause, we want to make sure that um, the, the listeners and the watchers of the event realize that the proceeds of the event go to support the Francis Carter Coburn Scholarship Foundation or fund. I'm sorry, as well as an educational programs offered through Christmore House, right? Kara, oh yes, Maybe. sorry, I'm texting. <laughs> We're on a show right now. Oh, tell tell us more about. I mean, you've you've unpacked some of those educational programs, but these your attendance there will absolutely help fund these organizations. So, so directly. So, tell us about some of those those charities, and on top of that, um, who uh, other brands that actually help those charities as well with the Christopher House Mm -hmm. Guild. So, well, there's a early childhood development, uh, an after school program, senior citizen services. Uh, preventive services, educational ones, maybe about, um, uh, I've seen flyers over there regarding uh, financial health and Mm -hmm. and overall holistic approach to to helping the families there. So uh, by being involved with with the Christamore House Guild, specifically, uh, you volunteer in those spaces, volunteer at the house monthly, uh, and and are really learning the stories of of the the kids and and of the employees there who are just amazing. Everyone that that is wrapped around the Christmore House has such a good heart. Uh, definitely uh, woven into the the mission there. And uh, those of us that are involved just do whatever we can mm. to to help facilitate success for for the families in the area. What's really interesting about this is that this is a charitable organization, a guild, that is giving straight back to the community. This is not a charity that that goes large regional. This is the hundred percent all volunteer. Uh, really, very little to no uh, overhead. I mean, it, it's all. Which is really it's, unique uh, whenever you're dealing with charities, is because mm-hmm. they're they're plugged into a very micro focused region. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing more and more of those type of organizations start to spring up in different areas, not only the city, but there's there's a new um, uh, re- reality that uh, that can be created with these type of char- charities directly funding a uh, region that you're trying to connect with, right? So you're seeing local really start to take root from, and and you know where your money is going. Right. Well, and it's a really powerful program to be involved with. And, and I'm going to ditch my distraction here. So uh, you have you have an, a unique opportunity with Crystal Moore House mm-hmm. and, and through the Guild and their efforts because uh, you're, you're teaching uh, these kids how to fish. You know, you're providing resources and this this um, uh, amazing experience uh, as, as that we can provide uh, for them at these earlier stages. Right. And Indianapolis really falters in the space of getting people out of poverty. Uh, there are some blockers to that. So, for instance, if you're a single mom and you make $16.25 an hour mm-hmm. and you get a raise to $16.75 an hour, that person would no longer qualify for child care. 
for their kids. Hmm. So it, it just, it's amazing. And a Are lot you of kidding? no, I'm not. I, it's a true story. True story. Wow. Um, I got that from um, CICF. Uh, and so the, there's uh, <clears throat> the the targeted effort uh, with with the guild. Which, keep in mind, Chris Morehouse has been around since 110 years ago. It was founded. Oh, wow. 1908. So it's been targeted from the beginning to specifically help this neighborhood, which 110 years ago wasn't as bad as it is now. Sure. Right? And and I, w- I don't even want to say it that way. I'm sorry. Let me, like, cancel, clear, delete, and back that up a little bit. It It's improving. So you have a lot of efforts going on. And, and uh, hmm. there was a time in the 90s when it was um, Liz Craft Taylor, when she was in charge of the... Uh, she was president of the, the Indy 500 Festival, said, no, 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 we're not going to run the mini uh, up, up and down Meridian. No one wants to see these these uh, these mansions. Let's go out to the track. Let's run through the real part of Indianapolis that a lot of these people don't get to see. Mm-hmm. And that went right through Hawville, to mm-hmm. be clear. So the the mini was the the one of the first times, I think, that many of those, you know, 10,000 runners or whatever experienced Hawville. And I remember running it and seeing things that I had never Right. Never seen before uh, that same year. The first year it was switched up in the direction. So uh, but when uh, you have have groups like the Guild and, and you have a, uh, a need in a community, it's, it's not about um, let's just go do good and it makes us feel good. Right. Right. So uh, anyone that really wants to do meaningful uh, philanthropic work should should read a book called. Um, uh, uh, oh, gosh, now I'm forgetting the book, but there, there's. Um, uh, there are several books that are that focus on uh, basically teaching people how to fish and, and doing a really meaningful job and and not focusing on charity but lifting people yeah. up. Yeah. So th- there's a big there's a big difference. So when you you provide some uh, uh, necessity type of support and skills skill development skills. Uh, the um, the programs that help educate right. um, and and provide that guidance and that mentorship uh, at those young ages at, at, at the after school programs for the families that come in that, that benefit from the the, right. the Chris Moore House uh, then you're really making an impact so uh, Chris Moore House is doing an amazing job of of, of, of uplifting uh, the the residents in that area. And, and also um, consider this, when uh, Mayor Hogsett did his first State of the City address, mm-hmm. he chose the gymnasium uh, at Christenmore House. Uh, it's a really pivotal uh, area. Mm. We have uh, a tech company called Kinney Group. It's right across the street. There are other businesses around that are starting to to come in and, and asking. Yeah. Right, well, develop, but they're not displacing. This isn't gentrification. Mm-hmm. This is... Uh, this is helping the neighborhood. How can we be involved? And and I like to think about um, like Christmore House and other efforts in this space where you kind of give them a pile of Legos and say, build what you want. Yep. What works for you? And gives them the ability to plug into their community in, in a whole different dimension. And it gives them ownership of that as opposed to just taking charity because self-esteem comes from being able to give back and be able to bootstrap not only yourself, but also your your community around you. <clears throat> and that's where charities have gotten it, not gotten it over the years, that it's just not about money. It's about space in which you can actually teach and be able to grow Pride in your community, right? Right, right. And and the book and author event, it's tradition. You know, this is a thirty seventh annual, but oh, you know, wow. it's it's becoming more casual. It's it's not a uh, so much the the cocktail dress concept anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's evolving, and and partially out of necessity, uh, but partially um, because that it's more attractive. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. to to people, and it's 
it's a fun event every year. And what's so meaningful is authors like like Dina Silver and and all of these get to share their personal stories and they are, they're all speaking. Right. At the event, uh, you can buy a table with your favorite author. That's what I was going to touch on too, is yeah. kind of the ticket side of things because mm-hmm. it's not just get a ticket and then you get slotted in where you get slotted in and you have to sit where you just get filed in. You can you can purchase things strategically and you can sit with the author themselves, which is pretty cool. Right. So we're going to display the link and tell us more about like kind of the ticket offering and, and how that works. Well, you just you just click and buy. Well, okay, well, <laughs> that's all I got out of tickets. Fair enough. We just want you to buy. No, uh, we we encourage engagement, uh, and and all the books will be for sale mm-hmm. uh, at the event. Uh, it's a really unique opportunity. We have uh, Angie Buckman, Angela. I'm sorry, I went to high school with her, so I call her Angie. Uh, Angela Buckman is our our MC. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, and we also have an, a special author reception the evening before. I, I think there's a couple tickets left for that. And that is going to be in a phenomenal estate. Cool. That information is on our website. We're also on Facebook. Um, but it's KristaMoreHouseGuild.org uh, uh, is the website. And then under events, and it even just has book and author yeah. as, as one of our, our tags. Yeah, we've uh, got it on the screen right there, KristaMoreGuild.org. We'll throw it in the notes, too. Book hyphen and hyphen <clears throat> author hyphen benefit. But uh, we'll throw it in the show notes as well as in the uh, comment stream. Um Certainly implore everybody to come out and be able to participate because it's a, a, a very worthy cause. But it's also great to be able to see authors coming from all different areas to be able to contribute into this. Dina, we certainly want to to, to reach out and ask you a little bit about how you came to know about this particular event and what this event means to you. Well, I'm so glad I don't need a cocktail dress because I don't have one. <laughs> Um, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, I'm a pants girl. Um, this event I heard about, so I, I went to Purdue university, um, a few years ago. Boiler up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, one of my girlfriends, one of my Kappa Kappa Gamma sisters, um, lives in Indianapolis and I think she's was on the board of the guild or the event at that time. I think it was about four years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've got a lot of friends from college who live in the area. Um, so I'm super excited because I really haven't been to Indy in years. I haven't been back to Purdue in years either. I'm a terrible alumni. Um, <laughs> Alumnus. Alumnus. Um, so she that was, told me that was Kara who said that, not me. <laughs> oh, it's okay. okay. <laughs> I'm unoffendable. <laughs> um, so she had told me about the event. Um, I can't remember. It was a while ago. There's kind of not strict, but there's restrictions for the um, authors as far as and the event as far as when your book comes out. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I, my book didn't meet the standards for that year. Um, but I've just been kind of following the event every year and they get killer talent. I mean, again, I am so honored to be part of this author panel because every year um, the, the caliber of authors who are in attendance are phenomenal in my opinion. So, um, I'm just, I'm thrilled to meet the other authors and, um, I can't wait to, to be there. That's a little annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I never answer my landline. I don't even know why it rings. Okay. Get that that closer to the speaker. It's a telemarketer, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Dina, uh, it's also very important to point out on this event, uh, about this event, that since it started, it has actually raised 
over $2 million and provided scholarships to more than 950 students pursuing undergraduate degree, degrees, postgrad, and vocational training. That's huge. That's it huge. That's a lot of students served, for yep, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as far as Kristen Morehouse Guild membership, I think that's also really important to touch on because if, say, people want to really tie in and, and get involved with that organization, can you tell us more about what that kind of looks like and, and what members do? Well, we we volunteer uh, and and uh, whatever your time, talent, you know, treasure, uh, whatever you want to do uh, is, is up to you how involved or uninvolved you'd like to be, but just participate. Uh, you know, that's that's up to the individual. Mm -hmm. So I recommend going to the website and then reaching out or following us on Facebook uh, and and then reaching out that way uh, or someone can reach out to me directly, you know, whatever. I was going to say, <laughs> and surely I can put them in touch with you, Kara. Right, yep. exactly. Contact so, the show. I mean, there's a twofold initiative. Obviously, <coughs> you want to be part of the event, and that event's coming up April 20th. You can find out all the information uh, with the link that we have down there, uh, christamoreguild.org. You can also find out about the organization and get inspired uh, about this organization because there certainly is a need for these type of charitable organizations that give back to different areas of Indianapolis because there's certainly a need out there and and if you're if you're if you're if you're wired that way to be able to to start up an organization like that I mean use Christamore at Guild as a huge inspiration because if you can give back and can plug into local uh, you're you're gratified so much more than any national type of tra charity and nothing against them but you want to have our community be able to plug back in and give right Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's so many. There's there's no shortage of of opportunity uh, for engagement uh, anywhere. Uh, anywhere. It's just a question of of where your passion lies, where you you want to help, how you want to help, and uh, where you think you can serve uh, most efficiently. Excellent, Dina. Last question. I, I want to circle around around to you. You have had six books published. Yeah. Um, yeah. Congratulations on that. That is fantastic. Hey. What's it like? to be a published author like that, to be able to have that, that wake behind you? Um, it's incredible. I, you know, my son is 15 and he just this year started being impressed by me. <laughs> <laughs> it's right on time, I think. That's right on time. So I think that's maybe the, the best thing to happen out of all of it. Um, you know, my, my brass ring is to write a screenplay and to one day see one oh, of my books cool. um, turned into a movie. So um, I love doing it. I, I feel um, just blessed with the opportunities that I've had and the stories that I've been able to tell. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just really fun. It's one of those things that just kind of happened organically. Um, I was, a, I worked in advertising as a writer and I wanted to write a screenplay and I just, someone said to me, why don't you try and write a novel first and maybe you're, it'll be picked up and made into a movie. So that's the plan. It just hasn't happened yet. <laughs> well, I'm, I am certain you are on your trajectory to be able to do that. So congrats yes. to you. And uh, we certainly recommend uh, picking up your book. It's a fantastic uh, read as I, as I hear. I haven't done it Thank yet, you. but I'm going to be on my way to the, to the bookstore to be able to pick one up and uh, consume it because... Or if you'd like to sign us and um, send us signed copies, that's also oh, okay. There, we there's also that accept too. As well. <laughs> wait, I'm not seeing you at the event? <laughs> <laughs> what did what, she say? She's asking if she's going to see you at the event. You're supposed to buy tickets and say yes. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, well, that's another way. I also like, <laughs> I also like free books. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll bring one. Well, okay. kudos, Dina, to, to, to give back to your community. And uh, it was great to be able to see uh, mm-hmm. an Indianapolis member uh, come back around and, and, and give yeah. back. Uh, so we need you back here, not in Chicago. What's going on I'm there? I'm coming. I'm coming. All right. There's a Very lot of restaurants good. you need to get to, too. So I know. I'm really, really looking forward to it. I, I mean that wholeheartedly. I've been so excited for this event. I cannot wait. And Excellent. to be there again and see all my, my girls in the neighborhood. So it'll Excellent. be fun. All right. So for all of our audience, we want to make sure you check out Krista Moore House Guild at ChristaMooreGuild.org uh, and go uh, go there, get a ticket to the event. It's a cool event coming up April 20th. Uh, and you can also uh, check out on Facebook, Krista uh, Moore House Guild, as well as on Twitter, uh, at CH Guild. So dive in there and interact with this this uh, great organization that's giving back to its local uh, localities. Local localities. It's, it's region. What, local what localities. <laughs> also, Kara, if they want to connect with you and ask you questions how can people find you uh kara at kara kavinsky uh of course my last name is extremely easy to spell uh <laughs> <laughs> uh and that's my my they can dm me um at k-a-r-a-k-a-v-e-n-s-k-y shoot, shoot her a dm she said <laughs> Slip into our DMs. All righty. Well, thanks so much, Kara, for bringing this to our attention. Thanks. And we certainly support your involvement there. And uh, if we can't, if I can't be there, we're going to cer- certainly uh, lift you up on social uh, as the event comes closer. Thank you. You're more than welcome. All right. Coming up, we're going to be talking to uh, some that you really don't want to DM. But it might be. You might DM him, too. Uh, oddly enough, he'll probably DM you right back, too. Right away. Right <laughs> That's- away. That's Going on the Edge with Paul Poteet coming up right after this. Well, this was, this was uh, Cytrotedix, uh investment in, in the Indianapolis community. Uh, we wanted to really help NX3 shine. It's a fantastic opportunity to be able to, to bring Site Strategics and everything that we've been able to grow to be here over the last few years and then plug into the community, be able to, to help, be able to support a, a number of brands that are here. But more importantly, it really, it's a, it's a gathering for our team to really just get out of the office and, and, and just have some fun together. Uh, a lot of times, um, we're working so hard that we don't see uh, a lot of the, uh, the, the tech startup community. And this is exactly why we, we moved downtown, is to be able to have that connection. And this was a great platform to be able to really roll out what we do. The last year was the year of pivot. I mean, we left the south side, knew that we had to be downtown in Indianapolis uh, just because of the technology scene. And on top of that, we, we tripled our footprint, uh, our, our square foot footprint uh, downtown. Uh, to make room for our, our, our live cast studio, as well as be able to expand into a much larger collaborative space for all our employees. Our role in the tech community is going to uh, take off like a rocket ship. It honestly is, we look to help give lift to so many companies with our digital marketing tactics, as well as our studio to be able to paint the picture, tell the why story of so many of these organizations. We've got a great team of videographers, be able to, you know, podcast technology that is uh, surpassing almost everybody in the country. And I'm really proud of, of this, this convergence of, of skills and technology to help tell a story for all of these other companies. 
We have organically grown and we are now bringing a great number of really sharp people into our organization. There's time to do that now. And with everything that we've been able to invest in from skill sets and technology, we are now really able to uh, tell our own story as well as so many other companies. And it's, it's just, I got a lot of pride in who is part of this organization now. I'm proud of each and every individual that works uh, for Site Strategics. There's no way I could have ever done this with, without uh, a good deal of blessings and a good deal of really caring people to get us to this degree. And I'm just so excited about what we're about to do. Um, the next couple of years is just going to be fantastic. So Edge of Indy is a weekly Facebook Live broadcast where we interact with some of Indy's best and brightest, movers and shakers, promote our um, internal brands, so Site Strategics and Edge of Indy itself. Additionally, we wanted to really connect Indianapolis and, and form connections with people we might eventually want to do business with. You know, small mom and pop businesses or restaurants, startup companies, small to medium sized businesses, some of Indy's bigger organizations. You know, there's a lot of good things happening. but. A lot of times you're either missing it or you're so tied up in your day-to-day -day that you don't know what's going on. And so this is just a quick and easy way to learn about awesome things going on in our city. Edge of Indy is less than a year old. And within that year, we've had over 155,000 Facebook Live views, um, over 1,000 individual show shares and show likes. And then in terms of show downloads of the podcast itself, there have been over, um, over 4,000 of those. So what I want to say about Paul Petit is that he brings definitely a new energy to the show. Uh, it's kind of a dad energy. He and Aaron like to like swap the dad jokes and make it like a dad versus dad thing. And then you've got this blonde girl in the middle, this millennial that's just like, oh dad. And it's always nice to have him. He brings a really fun energy and it's always good to know what weather lies ahead. We have a lot of big plans for what lies ahead. We are looking for sponsors. So to get companies in, in, engaged and kind of getting getting their backing and support in the community, maybe one day have more than one show a week. That's something to build towards. Um, we are looking at having like on-site live shows on location other places. So taking it out of the studio, packing it up and going to, to our guests and, and interviewing them there. You should definitely tune in every week because we've got some great guests who really need some support here in uh, Indianapolis. It's just fun and a light, easy way to learn about what's going on. Tune in for some great, happy, lively, fun conversations. Real life, real stories. Let's see what's trending in Indianapolis. This is Paul Poteet on The Edge. Is that? Oh, wait a minute, my thing got stuck. <laughs> good, <laughs> start, good start, everyone, good we, start. We need more cowbell. It's not even cowbell. You've got no ring. That's the quietest cowbell I've ever heard. You know what? What's going on there? That's from the Monumental Marathon, and it did get stuck for a moment. Uh, it hit the wall like I've done before running marathons, and then it wasn't doing anything. It may have something to do with a three-year-old who's been, you know. Oh, it wasn't Baxter, huh? In Papa's little special room. <laughs> I'm, I've gotten it unstuck now. Usually you have to see a surgeon for something like that to happen. So Yay. See, there's another bell right there. See, his, his ding is functioning. I know. <laughs> Hi, Paul. Fully functional. Hi, how's everybody feeling? Uh, well, that one is... <laughs> Let's just all move There's, on. Yeah, we just don't want to actually call attention to the malaria victim here. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, I said that. It might be malaria. It might be bronchitis. There's okay. only a 33% chance I have malaria. 
It's because of all the tsetse flies in the office. <laughs> well, it's been we've had some very tropical weather around here, so I can understand why you would uh, be at risk for that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. So we're going to take her cue and just kind of move on. Please, from let's just stop. So on. for all of the edge of the web, uh, edge of the indie, sorry, I, I, we've been doing too many shows this week. It's all kind of muddling together. <laughs> and we're all on the edge, too. Yeah, so. I feel your pain. <laughs> yes. So, so for all of the edge of indie watchers and, vis- and, and, and listeners, uh, Paul Petit, meet them, them, meet Paul Petit. Hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, sometimes you forget which uh, place you're at. I was uh, in uh, recently in Cincinnati again for a couple of days, and I was staying at this hotel. And uh, I it, uh, I finished up with the uh, f- with the five thirty p.m. Uh, weather yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I go. It's time to go back home to Mrs. Poteet and Baxter into their loving arms and paws. <laughs> and I'm going up uh, I-75, and it suddenly occurs to me, I'm going back to the hotel. <laughs> I'm not going home. I am. I need to be going west, not north again. That's bad. You don't actually live there at the hotel. I don't actually live here. Felt like it for a while, though, right? But it's funny how quickly you uh, adapt to something or get into a rut. (laughs) So, yeah, I realized. Has that ever happened to you? You're driving along and you think, well, this isn't where I'm supposed to be. You're like, how did I get here? I go on autopilot so many times yeah. when I'm taking the oh, so so whenever uh, the the Sparks troop is getting on the highway, all of a sudden I'm on my way downtown to. Uh, oh, that's funny. To, it's like okay, and what? And, and and Karen goes, you know what? You're on autopilot. You want me to drive? I say, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> all right. Okay. Just a good slap every once in a while. That'll clear that up. <laughs> all right. Well, people, you know, they get very tense at work and they work real hard. Maybe that's part of the reason why. And apparently people are, are so committed to their jobs that there is a lot that they're willing to give up for their jobs. Because that's our first story that we found on the edge of the web. What would you what would you give up for a 10 percent raise? Huh? What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> We keep on saying edge of the web. I know I have malaria, but what is happening? <laughs> so anyway, uh, what do we got here? 35% of uh, folks would uh, give up the right to vote <laughs> for a 10% raise at work. You've got to be kidding me. No, keep reading. In all elections for life. So you get the one-time raise, and who knows? I guess you need to negotiate how long the raise goes because, you know, you're willing to give up your right to vote forever. That's an you- annual raise in salary, so... They're looking at 10% in perpetuity? Yeah, I guess. Uh, an, well, an immediate 10% raise. So, no. Oh, it no, no. Time. Yeah, wow. I mean, you get the money now. Who knows if you, you know, uh, you know, down the road. But you would. these people would be willing to give up uh, their right to vote down the road for life. 35%. That is so that. disheartening. That is, yeah, I know. Some of these other ones are crazy, too. 53% will give up all social media accounts for the next five years. Well, I, think I might do that, but <laughs> I would not do this. 47% would give up caffeinated products for the next two years. If they got 10% raise. 43% would give up exercise for the next five years. Well, that could be the 43% of people who done. Yeah. Who don't want to do it. Anyway, right? Twist my arm. Check this out. 50% would work one day every weekend for the next year. Hey, managers, do the math. Yeah. Take advantage of those people. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Here, you, no, give me, you give me 10% more, I'll give you like uh, 200% more. Okay. All right, and so this I have to reject on principle. 73.42% would give up all alcohol beverages Crazy people. for the next five years. That's nuts. I mean, what if your job is driving you to drink? Those Come people on. shouldn't be allowed to vote. <laughs> <laughs> you should take away the right. They shouldn't give it up. Prioritization, people. Don't you understand? 
5% would eat a single Tide Pod <laughs> to get a 10% rate. Oh, can't that go away? <laughs> oh, wow. 12% would break up with their partner. Like what? <laughs> you get a 10% raise. I mean, you got to figure those. This is all tied to a 10% raise. Yeah, just to get a, 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 ten, a measly 10% raise. You I was going to say, what are these people doing? Like, what are their jobs? Because if it's a huge amount of money, like, you know what I mean? If it's like 10% of a infinity, then okay, <laughs> maybe we'll talk. But I don't imagine people who are willing to give up their spouses are making infinity dollars. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, maybe... And plus, if you're going to give up your spouse and you're going to give up uh, or you're going to give up your spouse and then get uh, an influx of money, uh, you need to contact a psychiatrist and then your attorney and your accountant because. Oh, that's going to be sapped right there. Yeah, you would get you would be getting more money just at the time you're going into a, a divorce proceeding. Pretty much as a wash, right? Right. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> yeah and they can't before. and they can't drink. And they can't drink. And you can't drink to either toast and or, you know, commiserate your. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's all about it's all about a raise. That literally would do that much. Oh man, these are weird responses. Forty percent would give up dental care for the next five years. What percent? So apparently that's how those forty percent. Forty percent would give. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's disgusting. <laughs> but eighty-six percent would give up Game of Thrones for life. Yeah, making a lot of good money, baby. <laughs> Screen grab. I, yeah, I have no teeth anymore, but I'm I'm making some good jack. <laughs> that's wow. what people give up for an immediate ten percent raise. That's where we are, everybody. Fantastic. That's not good. Buckle, uh, buckle your seatbelts, everyone. That's where we are. <laughs> That's where we are. Yeah, look around you. Maybe as you're streaming this at work right now, these are the people you're working with. Okay? I'm just saying. Just saying. And if you see anybody with really failing oral hygiene, you want, might want to inquire, of, did they get a raise uh, in this last quarter or what? Right? It may be a flag for you. Your teeth look like baked beans. Are you getting... <laughs> 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 All right, I have an old school uh, photo experience for those of you who have uh, new school cameras. You have a smartphone, but you want some dumb photos, I guess. <laughs> There's an iPhone app called Gudak as opposed to Kodak. E-U-D-A-K. Uh -huh. Look it up. It shoots virtual rolls of film. You get 24 exposures on each roll. You know, like the old days. Yeah. Like Mr. Brittany, what's your place? When you, I know what that is. <laughs> when you finish a roll, this is the best part of this. When you finish taking your 24 exposures, you have to wait an hour before you can load another. And in order to see your images, you have to hit the develop button and wait three days to see your pictures. That is awesome. That, that is <laughs> stupid. It's very much stupid. Okay. But, but at the same time, um, we... Yes. Do we have, like, too much time on our hands to actually... Yes, <laughs> entirely. And it also, not only does it have those time restrictions, but it randomly puts, like, a little, uh, I think they call them light leaks, where the little bl blurs or, yeah. you know, smudges like you used to get, you know, and sometimes in, uh, in the old school uh, cameras when you would get the uh, film developed. So you get the light, I think maybe light leaks, they call mm -hmm. them. You know? mm hmm but the best part is that you have to wait. I mean, we're so used to, you know. Instant. Coffee is cold. You know, you put it in the microwave for 40 seconds, whatever. But you have to wait 
what was it three days to see your pictures it's like fictionalized patients we literally are trying to distance ourselves from gratification huh? well we're using technology to pretend we don't have technology <laughs> it's like inception <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I can remember when we uh, would go on vacations, like to real scenic places, and we'd be so paranoid that we weren't getting, you know, uh -huh. pictures weren't, and that we would sometimes go to a one-hour photo place, like w in the city we were in. Remember the one hour? Oh uh, yeah. To uh, get the picture, and so we'd have it before the end of the vacation. And we already thought that that was like bending the time-space continuum. <laughs> we're having our vacation, and we're looking at pictures. <laughs> you know, what's, what's funny is that uh, my uh, eldest son actually wanted something for Christmas, and this, this last Christmas he got a uh, Polaroid. And that's making a comeback. Literally, it's spitting out Polaroid pictures, and he's having to... My niece well, has one of those, too. Shake it like yeah. a Polaroid picture. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Do you know who sings that, though? Uh, moving on. Um, okay. yes. <laughs> well, they are. The benefit of that is the pictures are actually don't exist anywhere else than physically in front of you. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Knock wood. <laughs> that sounded like metal. Story number There's three. Metal. <laughs> There's some metal. <laughs> Uh, the most outrageous baseball stadium foods. These these are amazing. Now that is, <laughs> that's the dilly dog, dilly dilly, uh, in Arlington. In uh, Texas Rangers play in Arlington, Texas. Dill pickle, cored and stuffed with a jumbo beef hot dog. Have you seen that online? That, that, that's uh, kind of wow. like a that's spreading around. I think that would be delicious myself. I love pickles, but. Uh, oh. With a hot dog? Do you guys find that gross? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's repulsive. I'm I'm fifty fifty on the hot dog thing. I like brats, right? Brats are I good. Like brats too. But uh, the, the 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 processed uh, yeah the hot Garbage. dog thing yeah and the rat hair is really just kind of oh god. <laughs> you don't want to see them made. It's like that's, just jeez, <laughs> that is a trigger for me. Look at that thing. Look at that thing. Uh, I mean, that, that can't be bad for you, can it? That's from Yankee Stadium. And... No carbs there. <laughs> delicious gourmet dessert. They call that the pinstripe shake. Vanilla shake topped with a churro cotton candy. I don't like cotton candy. A Cracker Jack, get it, baseball, and caramel drizzle, the perfect combo of ballpark sweets for Yankee fans to enjoy. Wow. There's a couple on here that I would not in a million years, and we'll see if one of them... Oh, that's, that's awesome. That I'm into. Yeah, that's from uh, the New York uh, Mets. What do they call that? Uh, chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I just got into chicken and waffles. But you gotta, what? But you got to go with hot sauce on the chicken and waffles. Oh, oh, so good. Okay. Now, Colorado Rockies. You've all heard of Rocky Mountain Oysters, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, they have a little thing called the Rocky Mountain Po' Boy <laughs> at Coors Field. Cattle testicles come top. <laughs> Paul, could you read that line again? And uh, this time emphasize punch cattle. Cattle testicles that are topped with garlic slaw, guacamole, green chili ranch, pico, and some kind of other cheese. That looks how my sinuses feel. <laughs> if that helps everyone understand a little bit better. Well, this poet ain't going to eat a po' boy anytime soon, I can tell you that. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> There's a joke there, Brittany, but I can't <laughs> Just leave it where it is. It's it. totally fine. Just give us a hint. No, no, it's an HR violation. <laughs> Moving on. 
log cabin. Let's get in our safe space into the log cabin with a waffle. Rosemary scented waffles stuffed with pulled pork. That actually sounds good. Huh. Cheese curds and, uh, and maple baked beans. Did you just eh at cheese curds? Eh. Oh. I guess, uh, Sacrilege. I'd rather eat than think about because uh, it, it tastes better than it sounds. That's from Phoenix. That's pulled pork stuffed waffles. Now, that's interesting. No. I think I would like that. Do we have the, uh, let's see, from the Seattle Mariners? There we go. Toasted grasshoppers. I'm sorry, what? Toasted grasshoppers. <laughs> with a wedge of lime. <laughs> <laughs> they come lightly seasoned with salt <laughs> and lime juice and can be a taco topping or eaten from a bucket. <laughs> or naturally eaten from a bucket. A bucket of grasshoppers. Wow. That's, That's beautiful. That's in Seattle, where all the trends begin. That's safe, that, safe co-field. <laughs> yeah, that was just kind of a, a, a nacho thing that didn't look uh, too bad. But yeah, in Phoenix, they had, I think we went past that, an 18-inch hot dog. $28 for that hot dog. Can you believe that? Fries, all kinds of different uh, toppings. Uh, the fries are on it, and it's stuffed inside of a hot dog bun in uh, phoenix and there's the uh the log cabin waffle sandwich dogs are you know still big but they don't say yeah buy me some peanuts and cattle testicles that's not the song that's not the way that's not the way any of this works there's no way i'm having every, every time you're on man i it's a brand new ringtone i have to create for paul <laughs> <laughs> my golden voice saying buy me some peanuts and cattle testicles there you go wow that's what you can get out of Coors Field. And I would need like about 20 cores after that. I was uh, say. Just to watch it out. <laughs> Forget the memory of that. So avoid the po' boy. <laughs> well, there you go. All po' boy, po' teat. <laughs> and that are, that are. That are. <laughs> and that are three things I found <laughs> this week. On, on, the, on the edge. On the edge. Had to go with cow test, uh, cattle testicles, right? What? Not, oh, yeah, have not to. Cow testicles. That doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> the wheels are falling off again. That would be one butch cow. So, what, what do we look like uh, from a, from a weather forecast standpoint? I know we're trying to get something to our audience as opposed to the Sesborian. What are you doing? Uh, I was being uh, a cow with uh, who's about to be served, <laughs> not with papers either. Oh my lord. We're about to get warmer around here. Oh, my. I believe I'm having the vapors right now. Around 60 today and the 70s for a couple of days. Consecutive above average days, which we really have not had since, oh, February. 60 today, if you're watching our initial live stream. Nice. The breezes are a little bigger than they have been. 72 tomorrow, 74 on Friday. And it looks like a bumpy weekend with periods of showers and thunderstorms around on Saturday and uh, probably some pretty good rainfall again, unfortunately. Have you been to the White River lately? I run, sometimes walk or run by um, uh, this path that uh, goes by the White River, and that's, that sucker was high. You could have put riverboats out there when I um, huh. that last week. So we don't need more rain, but we'll get it this weekend. And then look real closely at that Monday icon. I see it. Yeah, you see there? That's like I tried to slip it in, but it's sort of like something from cattle that you put inside of, uh, you know, you know a, a bun at a baseball stadium. You're going to see it. You're going to see, oh, snowflakes. So you're at 70 degrees and then snow in days. Yeah. Uh, mixed, April. 
Yeah, yeah, probably mixed with rain on uh, Monday. So nothing. Uh, I like your warning. Enjoy the temps, but don't get cocky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) It was a cautionary tale. Right, it's important. Of the next few days here while you can, and uh, and then brace yourself, batten down your hatches. Uh, But really, it it really will cut down on the malaria. I think that's around. You know, (laughs) we get the rampant case of malaria here in Central Indiana. So that's uh, yeah, glass half full. (laughs) <laughs> well, thanks so much, uh, Paul. Uh, how can uh, our audience, our listeners, our watchers get a hold of you? All these recipes are on my website. <laughs> <laughs> we always say that. It, uh, people always are saying that on TV. The recipes are on the website. For more information, it's on the website. Uh, it's paulpoteet.com, P-A-U-L-P-O-T-E-E-T.com. Busier than ever, so you can keep up with all the uh, stuff going on there, okay? Fantastic, okay. fantastic. So don't be an outcast, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I know where that song is. Did you is. look it up? Of course not. You did? No, I didn't. No, did. no, I, I would never. We this don't guy have, we don't, than being cool, obviously. Yeah, we don't yeah. have the internet here at all. Again, 2004. It's that same year. Ah, uh, I was. Uh, oh my gosh, was it that long ago? Uh-huh. Was it yeah, almost 15 years ago. That song yes. was that. Yeah, I, evidently, I'm about 14 years in the past, as uh, my topical uh, uh, song references are today. Well, at least you're not talking about like Casey and the Sunshine Band or something, or Disco Duck, you know, something like that. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> there was a song, Disco Duck. There was a song called Disco Duck, and it was like number one, and uh, it's it's amazing. I'm going to pass, but thank you. Next time you're tempted to make fun of it, well, who was the one guy, Cy, and uh, what was that one uh, fad about five years ago? Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style, yeah. The next time you're tempted to mock that, oh. just go back and Google Disco Duck, kids. Yeah. You know. Now you stuck that in my head. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Disco, disco <laughs> duck. All right, see you then. All right, thanks so much, Paul. Bye, now Paul. you've actually earwormed that. Appreciate it. I know. I just placed things inside of. Uh, oh, an earworm. That would be a good thing for uh, maybe course field. <laughs> I think. I think I have that in my system also. <laughs> with sauce, with lime. I'll have wow. the ear. With not so much lime. <laughs> Well, thanks so much, Paul. And uh, it's always a pleasure to, to be able to have you on the show. And we'll talk to you next week, man. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye, Paul. Oh, hey, uh, we're back. I uh, want to make sure that uh, you know that the title sponsor of Edge of the of Indy is <laughs> Site Strategics. And we're proud to be able to share with our listeners uh, a special offer. So if you want to learn more about digital marketing and how your digital marketing is actually paying off on a return on investment, uh, check out what we're offering. Uh, would you like a, a second opinion on what is happening with your brand? Well, you can certainly go over to offers.com edgeofindy.com forward slash ROI. Uh, We're actually offering a really cool discount on the reporting that we do to be able to take a full picture of your digital marketing executions, your brand, your SEO, your social media, uh, all the different areas in which your brand is digitally consumed and we can actually give you an understanding of your return on investment. So go over to offers.edgeofindy.com forward slash ROI today and let's get the conversation started and see whether or not this report is a great tool that you could have for your own brand. So thanks so much. And uh, with that, we want to introduce to you uh, a, 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 a newfound friend national of treasure. a national treasure of uh, mm-hmm. uh, of, uh, of our own uh, right here in Indianapolis, John Weed Odor of Be Happy Peanut Butter. Sir, you have the best 
job in the world here. Well, one of your Thank hobbies you. as well. But my gosh, the peanut butter that he creates, it is astounding. It's a little bit like crack. <laughs> it, is, it is addictive. Yes. Well, welcome to the show, sir. You're the owner and creator of Be Happy Peanut Butter, and your motto is eat it with a spoon. I wholeheartedly agree. Yep. We're so giving you permission. Pass some spoons out. <laughs> yeah, we have a bunch here. So tell us about uh, this business and how this business came to be and how you got into the world of peanut butter. Yep. So about five years ago, uh, my family and I always big peanut butter lovers and have uh, tried peanut butter from all over the place. So um, I'm not a cook. I have no culinary expertise whatsoever, but I decided how hard could it be to, to make peanut butter. So mm. we started making it in our home, giving it friends, family, just uh, enjoying it ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we put things in there that we liked, um, peanut butter with pretzels, white chocolates, chocolate, milk, uh, milk chocolate, toffee, rice krispies, chocolate cherry, all kinds of different things. So um, we start making it and uh, eating it, and then... Um, Everything but the kitchen sink is in your peanut butter, I feel like. Yeah. All, all the things. We did not make <clears throat> this to be your health food. This is not your locale. Um, you know, this this is made to be enjoyed, and I see uh, Aaron's getting spoons Aaron got out. Up. So I got, got up. I have a seat for this one. <laughs> so if you want to get some jars, feel free to crack it open and so eat it. So th the interest was we were actually uh, challenged by you earlier on to actually conduct an interview while eating peanut butter. And I said to him, done. Yeah. <laughs> You're professionals. You can do this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me a challenge unless you want me to do it. Absolutely. So tell us, uh, I mean... We, we Let's get... cover your variety of flavors. Yeah, yeah, go over. So we have nine nine flavors. Um, I'll try to remember them all. But uh, white chocolate pretzels, one, is called Dream Big. All of the names are, are meant to be positive and fun. We started this really as a family business. So when you were saying I'm the owner and creator, mm -hmm. it, it truly is a family business. Oh, cool. Um, my wife, Kathy, my son, Jackson, and Julie and uh, Sawyer are all integral parts of the business. So... Um, we've got one with white chocolate pretzel, milk chocolate toffee, chocolate Ooh. cherry, uh, one with cranberry. Chocolate cherry? Did you say chocolate, chocolate cherry? cherry. Yep, oh, my gosh. It's called Contra Blessings. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, Joy to the World is a white chocolate, dark chocolate, and dried cranberries. Uh, Snickerdoodle. Uh, we have a, oh. a trail mix, which was actually the very first flavor that we came up with. So it's uh, chocolate chips, raisins, flaxseed in it. Um, so that one's healthy for you. Kind of. So Sure. <laughs> no, it totally is. Go with that. And then we, uh, we do have a plain peanut butter. We call it Keep Smunchy. And uh, the texture for all of it, and I think it's one of the things that makes it unique, is the texture somewhere between smooth and crunchy. So we, uh, smunchy. Smunchy. Actually, my sister-in-law came up with that, with that term. So, we, uh, so you're not that creative. We honor her. So. Um, and then we have, just found out, um, your favorite, the uh, favorite. apple cinnamon. So good. Yep. And, um, oh, the other one is Don't Worry. So it's uh, coconut, dark chocolate, and almonds in it. Oh, my Lord. So it's your, you know, Almond Joy in a peanut butter form. So the interesting thing about this is that you're, you're, you're proving us to eat with a spoon, but right. yet we have yet not gotten to yeah. that. That, what do you want to try? <laughs> and on top of it, the interesting thing is, is that once you actually start eating that jar with a spoon, that's your jar. What, Not I, if you take one thing out of it. I was going to say, you made oh, a mistake. Don't, just, don't be a kid. <laughs> you needed to grab the box of spoons, especially with your illness. You know, no, gee, I was no just one wants take... to be double dipping with you today. <laughs> no, no, I don't recommend it. Yeah. If, if I offer to double dip with you, the answer is no, no. everyone. Malaria flavored peanut butter. So this one is the chocolate cherry. So Aaron, you can yeah, yeah, you can yeah. work on that one, and it's got oh big gosh. cherries in there. So dig dig diet deep. be damned. Yep. Oh my gosh! Look at this. 
I'm gonna get. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh my lord. And here I'm, Brittany. I'm gonna give you the uh, milk chocolate toffee and rice krispies. So that is, uh, dessert mm. in a jar. Thank you. Um, Th- thank you for knowing. <laughs> unless you have some. Wow. If you can't eat dark or milk chocolate. We'll get you a different one. That would be no way to live. Okay, so good. So don't worry. That's not one of the things you'd give up for the uh, Heavens, 10% no, raise? Absolutely not. Okay, good. Not even if it was an allergy would I give that yeah. up. So, <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Grab all those spoons. I've got spoons now. I've got more spoons. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right. So. So we've just destroyed the little pyramid design <laughs> that we had there, but. Best right. laid plans. So this is a snack mix. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we really made it. This is not the kind of peanut butter that you would use on a sandwich. Um, We really, people say, well, how do I eat it? And it's, you know, it's great with an apple, good with a banana. Put your Mm -hmm. face in it. (laughs) Right. Good on a feed bag. Um, Oh, wow. But really just with a spoon is, there you go. I'm I'm (laughs) waiting for my favorite. Will you do this one? The white chocolate, you know, and I didn't bring your favorite. I know. Oh. I didn't know. You, you had one job. You should have emailed me. Like, this is the one I'm addicted to. I, I did. didn't know. Don't mind us, folks. Sorry. <laughs> what else do we have over here? Yeah, so um, this is uh, the white chocolate, dark chocolate, and cranberries. Okay. We've got the trail mix, if you want to try that one. We've got a snickerdoodle that's actually snickerdoodle popcorn mm. that's mixed into our plain peanut butter. Yes, that's the ticket. So it's got this cool textury. I love the, the snack mix. Yeah, so stir that one around a little bit and... Mix. My new spoon. I, this is okay. not malaria. <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking these jars with me now. So <laughs> you have just earned yourself seven That's jars funny. of peanut butter. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. So, um, sorry, everyone. Let's just eat and then we'll get back to us. <laughs> so, um, this is a family affair, right? But yep. uh, and you also wanted to do this, so you wanted to teach your kids about running a small business yeah that's really what happened was we were mm. oh, wow. making this peanut butter and enjoying it and um and, and we had one of these serendipitous moments where a friend of ours in zionsville we're in zionsville indiana mm-hmm. um she came and said oh hey i'm opening a store in zionsville and i'm gonna have a commercial kitchen and i know you know if you guys want to do your peanut butter at the farmer's market um cool. you can make it our kitchen and and then sell it there and i thought okay well that'll be a as my wife says oh you know, she had committed to, you know, a summer little job. And so um, I thought, you know, it'd be a fun way to teach the kids how to run a business and they'd have to interact with people at the farmer's market and sell and do all that kind of stuff that I think is good for kids to, to learn how to do. So we did it. And um, and then some stores found us. Goose the Market found us, as you guys are very close to. Yep. Um, and kind of once they found us, uh, they gave us the street cred that all of a sudden other stores started calling us and saying, hey, we saw you at Goose the Market. You know, we'd like to carry you also. And um, You're in Target now. Yeah, so here we are five years later. Wow. And uh, we're in six Targets around Indianapolis. Um, we're in Fresh Time, uh, Market District all over the Midwest. Um, we have shipped to 49 of the 50 states, so we have a, a big online shipping presence. What, what state is holding out we're on We're missing you? North Dakota. So if mm. anyone out there has someone from North Dakota. We'll have to contact people from the edge of North Dakota. <laughs> yes. So hit your franchise out there and, and see who wants peanut butter. But 
Yeah, we've um, Alaska, Hawaii. You didn't double dip, did you? I did not, no. Okay, okay. okay. I'm just checking. <laughs> you really are professional. You're getting through this with, Absolutely. with big bites. I, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> no, allowing, judgment. Uh, <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. I'm allowing you to deliver some great messaging. Observations. As this stuff stuck <laughs> to the roof to of deliver. my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. While you eat, because you've got a lot in your mouth, <laughs> uh, can you tell us kind of about your journey as an entrepreneur? This is like an accidental entrepreneur thing. Yeah. What's the journey been like? And obviously now that you're in Target, you're kind of a big deal. So were you expecting this kind of growth and like what's um, what's it been like? No, it's been it's been uh, really fun. And um, and we've had some challenges along the way. Um, things like getting our commercial kitchen um, approved and licensed by the state and, and those kind of things, getting our labels, um, all that kind of stuff has been been a challenge and, and a learning experience. And like I said, you know, we haven't done this before. So when Everything that we did was a first time, and we've uh, sure. learned along the way. But um, it's been really great. We've gotten to do cool stuff like this. We've been on television. We've had newspaper articles. And um, and really, the part that I've enjoyed the most is getting to know other food people in Indianapolis, um, just the other people that are starting small businesses. Right. Um, I mean, Carrie Abbott Friddle and you know Rob at Indiana Pickle and um, Market Butterable Chip Company. I mean, there's just... There's great products, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of really great stores. I mean, Goose is just one of them, and um, I don't want to list too many because I'll yeah. forget someone and, and make someone mad. But, um, yeah, it's been a really neat experience to kind of feel like a part of a community. I have to say, too, so Tyler, who also works here, and I saw you all at the Yelp Christmas Bazaar. Oh, my God. It was like you were the Beatles. It was amazing. <laughs> it is the craziest night. We waited like 20 minutes to get up to the table to get a spoonful of peanut butter. And I know. It was, and then we were like, oh, my God, let's go to the back of the line and do it again. Like, we have to go get another one. Yeah, it you, is. It was like you all were the Beatles. It was incredible. It, it is our favorite event, and we sell... Um, all the peanut butter. Uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of jars of peanut butter in three hours, and the line's always crazy. And we hand out... You know, thousands of samples and spoons. I mean, we go through literally a couple thousand spoons uh, that night, and it's a great way for us to interact with our, you know, addicts. Sure. And um, and we get the, <laughs> we call. I mean, that's what he's, he he's losing addicts. all his spoons right now. That's <laughs> um, what happens. I'll, I'll I'll resemble that remark. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's fun. We get to hear all the positive feedback, and it's it's really it's it's a great event. And Brittany, obviously, you've met Brittany from She's Yelp. Great. She's unbelievable. I mean, she is a a star in this in this She's community for awesome. uh, for people like absolutely. us. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. So, um, peanut butter always has seemed like magic to me. To be uh-huh. honest with you, I'm just kind of showing my cards here. And you're I mean, not going to get emotional. I'm, I'm overclocked. <laughs> right. no, you promised you weren't going to cry. Right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> you said that right off the bat. So, what does the peanut butter process really entail? How do you do this? Yeah, well, we won't give out too many secrets, right. but we, we jokingly... You're, the door is locked. You're yeah. not going to leave until... Actually, you know what? We've been on television, and they've shown it all, so there's there's no... And it's, you know, there, there's no um, proprietary secret. I mean, it, it's... It, I joke that, you know, we're not just small batch. We're, we're kind of embarrassingly small batch peanut butter. Um, I mean, if you saw our kitchen, the, the Cuisinarts that we use, and the KitchenAid mixers and all that stuff, nothing is made in, in a large vat, so... You know, we we get oh, wow. our we get our forty we get our fifty pound boxes of peanuts and uh, and we grind it and then we um, decide which flavors we want to put into it and we mix it in. We add a little bit of peanut oil. I think mm-hmm. the th- one thing I like about ours is a lot of peanut butters that we ran across. It's basically smooth peanut butter 
with maybe some stuff in it. And, and it's hard to get a spoon through it. Mm-hmm. Um, or everything sinks to the bottom and you're stuck stirring it. And it's really hard to stir. Mm-hmm. And so with our texture and, and the oil, we really try to make it so you can stir it easily, get a spoon through it. And, and again, the texture is, um, honest to God, unlike anything that it's we have. It's so good. We've seen anywhere, and we've ordered, I think, every peanut butter from every website in America, and I, I have not found anything anything like it. Do you need more spoons? Oh, oh, oh we've got okay. more spoons. I'm going to have the uh, the team actually zoom in on uh, the, the texture here because it is absolutely unique. You, you, and this is the uh, trail mix, if I'm not mistaken? That's the uh, Dream Big, the white is, chocolate pretzel. Got it. Yeah, this is the Dream Big. You guys see that? Look at that. Look at that. I'm going to put it over here. There we go. Look at that texture. Get a little bit more of that. That stuff. That's, that's the good stuff. It almost yeah. looks like um, trail mix. It almost looks like oatmeal. But my yeah. gosh, I mean, this is this is wonderful stuff to be able to dig into. And you can certainly see this is not your ordinary peanut butter. No. Yeah. You're not you're not going to put that on a sandwich. And, uh, and if you, know, you are, you're a crazy person. Yeah. Right. It should never get to the bun. It should never right. get to a piece of bread. <laughs> right. And if you're putting on a bun... Then you're really crazy. Then you I mean, I might actually kind of, need to be in a know. hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I literally have three jars in my office that I keep in there. And if I just miss breakfast or, you know, want a little something sweet at night before yep. I go to bed, just a spoonful is. You're right. Dipping fruit and stuff in it. That would be yeah, good. Yeah, apples like are good so apple, good. That would be a, that's pretty smart. Yeah. And we're sorry to our audience. In fact, one of our audience members actually says, hey, my, this is making me hungry for Be Happy Peanut Butter. That's Jennifer Azar out there. Okay. The one to jump. Yeah, absolutely. So we highly implore you to go get a jar of your own. You don't get any from us. Just saying. So, what other new flavors are on the horizon? Or would there be any type of uh, recommendations to first timers where they would start on this be happy journey here? Yeah, I mean, we've tried to make enough flavors that you're going to find something you like. Mm-hmm. Um, Already did four right here. Right. And it's okay if you don't like <laughs> well, them all. I stop at one, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, our best sellers are the Dream Big, the white chocolate pretzel is yeah. by far our best seller. Um, if you're really a sweet tooth, the Go Lucky, which is milk chocolate toffee and Rice Krispies. I mean, it's it's a candy oh, bar in a jar. Where's that? Um, she's got that right there. It's in front of you. Right here? Um, no. Oh, okay, the, your the, Nope, the green. Oh. Yep. Don't um, touch that. Don't touch that. Don't put your dirty spoon in it. <laughs> I'm not. That was your that was your spoon. No, my spoon's over here. I don't know what that is. Yeah, my spoon's <laughs> right here. Okay, quit fighting, guys. All right, we got a show running. I here. know. <laughs> All right. Quit getting hangry. So. Quit getting hangry. <laughs> so um, new flavors on the horizon. Yeah. So um, we're always. I mean, obviously, we get a lot of suggestions for new flavors. So you know, it's probably one of our biggest challenges is um, is making it work. And keeping the consistency right. So one of the things that we've um, have tried and haven't perfected yet is like a s'more flavor. So oh, something with yes, marshmallow in it. Marshmallows, um, chocolate, and graham crackers mm. um, is is one. Um, we've tried a uh, peanut butter banana, which um, Elvis. Yeah, and and finding the right banana is the right. I mean, it's so funny. We we've ordered different banana chips and they're mm-hmm. too dry and then we've found some bananas too but they're too expensive and, and too, yeah yeah so i'm um, finding the right product huh. to go in there and have the consistency be the same um is always a challenge um so um i'm you know we're also i, I you've probably know about just pop in um, oh, yeah the girls i mean they're awesome and so um so we're working with them and and would love to uh 
try to find something collaborative. You are working with them? You, you beat me to yes. the question. So, is is literally um, with the local environment and the, and the foodies that are around, finding an opportunity to join forces and yeah. dominate the planet, right? Right. I mean, but, but literally... <laughs> Just pop in would be perfect. Aren't they awesome, yeah. by the way? Oh my gosh, we met them a few weeks ago. They're phenomenal. And, I mean, they're hi, been, girls. I'm sure you're watching. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it was funny. We walked into their soon to be open or going to be open new place, which is unbelievable. And um, and it was my wife and I, and and we walked in, and they just gave us the biggest hug, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, we're so excited to meet you," and we were like. Wait a minute! We're so excited to meet you. <laughs> like you guys are rock stars, and and uh, they really are. Yeah. So um, just getting to meet people like that. I mean, it's it's such a cool collaborative thing, and that mm-hmm. we've got in Indianapolis on the food side. That's uh, that's unbelievable. I mean, we're just we got in it at a time that I think was just starting, and and it's fun to see other food people grow up. You know, like we've kind of grown up over the last five years also. So mm. to build off of that, what would you tell our Edge of Indy viewers who are pretty good about supporting local? Why why is it so important for the Indianapolis community to support these local companies? Yeah, I, you have no idea how hard, you know, these people work. I mean, you know, we've, we've got them to where we are, um, I will say, with some luck. Um, but there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. I mean, those first few years, uh, I mean, literally um, – being in the kitchen till two in the morning, you know, going in at night after putting the kids to bed and, and going in till two and then getting up at six to go to my regular job and all of that stuff. I mean, there's, there's so much hard work and the store owners that carry us and, and these other food people, I, it, it is not a nine to five. Mm-hmm. It's never a nine to five and it's never, you know, 50, you know, 48 weeks a year. It's right. every week. And, um, and so these people really put a lot of passion into it. And I'd say that's, the passion is the thing that that we're most um, connected with. Amen, amen. And we 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 see that on our show, yeah, all all the time. Is it's amazing to hear people's stories, but the conviction, the passion that they've got is fantastic, and it's infectious as well. Yeah, not unlike malaria. Right. That's all. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. New spoons every time. Every time. New spoons, every Everyone time. was watching, and I use yes. new spoons. It's all time. documented. It's- <laughs> Three spoons, three flavors. Uh, I, I mean, kudos to you for for plugging into the local community. Um, just on that on that aspect, why should people choose local? Yeah, I, you know what? There's great stuff out there, and I'd say one of the things that we have found, or that we get the sense from people that like our product, and you could say the same thing about Indiana Pickle and and others out there. It, it's kind of fun to find something unique mm-hmm. and and introduce people. To something unique. Mm-hmm. Um, our busiest time of the year is the fourth quarter because people love to give this as a gift because they like oh, yeah. they like to introduce some, someone to something new that they haven't found, you know, somewhere else. And um, mm. and I, and I think locally there's plenty of those options out there. And, and you guys have had a ton of them on your show. And um, you know, it's kind of like going to a good restaurant for the very first time. You have that experience, and you want to share that experience with. With other people, yep. you know, are going to see a great movie. I mean, and that's kind of what we have found with our product is, you know, people like it, they fall in love with it, and then they want to be the ones to introduce it to their friends, their family, and we ship it all over the country. And that's because, you know, people kind of like to, you know, feel like they're introduced something <laughs> to someone. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's brand alignment. And, and I mean, for people that care about their community, mm-hmm. there's so many great uh, – Great producers of, of, of food and beverage here yeah. uh, in Indianapolis. So uh, you can really personalize a gift 
But also right. you can certainly give back and, and see those dollars go to work in your community, right? Right. And I, you know, all the other people I know that do this, I mean, we're, we're charitable. Obviously you had Krista Moore house before we were here mm-hmm. and uh, um, my wife's going to that event and she's super excited about it just to plug them. Um, you know, and we, we give out a lot of peanut butter to organizations, charities in Indianapolis for silent auctions. You know, there's a good chance that your viewers have, have seen us in some sort of silent auction at some charity because we just do a ton of that stuff. Cool. Um, Good for you. And there's just, you know, and a lot of other companies can can say the same thing. Sure. Well, uh, lastly, yeah. where do we get the goods? Yeah, so um, some of the bigger places, and I don't want to just push the bigger places, but uh, we're in Target, we're in Fresh Time, we're in Market District, um, but we're in great, st- great smaller stores also, Supremacy Downtown and um, Homespun and um, Good Joe's. old homespun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, talk man, talk about local there's... gifts. Oh, yeah. Amanda oh, does an awesome job there. Yeah. Um, Joe's Butcher, uh, Nicole Taylor's Twisted Sisters. Those are all some of our, our first people. But um, if you go to our website, um, we have our retail locations on there. In fact, we don't have all of them. It needs to be updated because there's there's a lot more. Because mm-hmm. you're booming now. Yeah. So we'll throw that up on screen. Uh, the, the website is behappypeanutbutter.com. There it is. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's the letter B. It's not B E. And right. people ask us about that all the time. And there's, I don't have a good answer of why. Just why we pick that? Just because. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 kitschy. It's something, yeah. something neat. Because you're hip and cool. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> and B. so search the letter B peanut butter, and you'll find Shangri La. You'll actually find <laughs> so much goodness coming out of the website. So, so final thoughts about that that potential foodie entrepreneur. What would you yeah. what words of wisdom would you give? Yeah, my my advice always, and, and it's been fun because we've had you know we've gotten advice, and and now we get asked for advice. And, yeah, yeah. And I just tell people, you know, whatever you're going to do, and I don't care if it's you know pickles or dog biscuits or whatever. <laughs> Don't don't, co- don't, don't combine <laughs> no, not together, <laughs> and we're not doing a dog biscuit peanut. But however, but, you can probably find it at a ballpark some, yeah, someplace right, near exactly. you. In that last bit, um, <laughs> you just have to be passionate about it because you're going to have things that are going to come up, mm-hmm. and it's going to make it hard. And if you're not, if you can't be your best seller of it, then um, that then you're not going to be able to have people try it. And so. You just have to know it's going to be a lot, a lot more work than you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And if um, if you're not totally 100 percent committed to it, um, you, you're you're going to give up before you're successful. And we've been um, lucky that we were um, successful kind of early mm-hmm. and, and had some neat opportunities to get our name out there early. Yeah. No. No. You're absolutely. They, they got to love what they do. Yeah. You can't. Oh you can't be half in. You got to be no. full in. And if they're not, you got to drop it. Drop it early. Right. Right. So, and some people aren't wired to be entrepreneurs. <laughs> right. Yeah. One thing I've heard is if you're going to fail, fail early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, you know, try to have. Like, no, you're absolutely yeah. right. So um, for the socials, I certainly uh, follow them on Twitter at B happy, just singular letter B happy P butter. Uh, and, and on top of that, go look them look on Facebook as yep. well. Search the letter B peanut butter. You'll find find uh, all the goodness right there. Um, we really appreciate uh, your oh, time so and and such a pleasure to experience uh, the, the the wonderful gourmet of peanut butter that you have here. Oh, thanks. And yeah. we'll try and share with the others in the other. Room. I was going to say I, I see I, other people and no, uh, I, I don't I don't know if they're. I don't know. I don't know. 
This this is the one I'm gonna be. be Aaron ac- accidentally threw your spoons on the floor. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Very cool. Well, uh, we thank you for for your time today, yes, and we certainly wish fun. you all the best of luck in the world. Thanks. No, you're more than welcome. All right, that's a wrap for this episode of Edge of Indie. Thanks for everybody watching and listening at home. Uh, we certainly appreciate some reviews from our audience, and make sure that you you go into Indianapolis with a mindset of choosing local and choosing local often. The community is always appreciative of your dollars going to to help these businesses and these causes. Jump into the charity realm and, and go to Krista Moore and, 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 and be able to give back your time as well as your your, your dollars. So this is uh, Edge of Indie, Site Strategics, uh, what you need to do. And thanks so much for watching. We'll be back with you next weekend, Wednesday, not the weekend, Wednesday. Take care. Bye-bye.